And y'all, it's been so good uh, to know that God wants us to be blessed. Uh, some of us, I uh, think some people are schizophrenic or think God is schizophrenic, that he wants to hurt you and help you at the same time, you know. That God will put cancer on people to teach them a lesson. And we know that God would not put cancer on anybody to teach them a lesson. Somebody say amen. amen. Uh, uh, God wouldn't put cancer on anybody to teach them a lesson, just like your parents wouldn't put cancer on you to teach you a lesson. Somebody say amen now. Amen. It's God's will to heal. We want to know God's will. We look at Jesus, and Jesus said, I and the Father are one. If you see me, you've seen the Father. He said, I only do what I see the Father doing. And the Bible says in Acts 10, 38, that Jesus went about doing what? Good. And then healing who? Healing all. Healing all. He said he didn't do anything except for what he saw his father doing. So that means that if Jesus was healing all, then what was God doing? Healing all. The Bible says he went about doing good. He was anointed. Jesus Christ of Nazareth was anointed with the Holy Ghost and power. And he healed all that were, uh, did good and healed all that were oppressed of the devil. Somebody say amen. amen. So we know it's God's will to heal. Absolutely. Right? Amen. We know it takes faith to receive from God. And sometimes people uh, are ignorant. They don't know how to operate in faith or what have you. And we've just come through a whole time of prayer. If you've got questions about that, go back and listen to How to Get Your Prayers Answered 101. We've got, I think, three or four parts on that. We talked about all kind of prayer, intercessory prayer. The rules for the prayer of faith is a little different than the prayer of intercession, right? Because you can't put your will off on somebody else. There have been times when I've prayed for people, I've been called in to pray for people that did not want to live. Amen. They wanted to die. They were older. They were tired. They wanted to die. But then the grandchildren or the parents, they want grandma to live. Okay, whose will is going to win out? Grandma, right? Grandma, right? Because Jesus said whatsoever things you desire when you pray, right? It's individual. You should have it. So if grandma want to die and everybody else want grandma to live, guess who's going to win out? Grandma, right? People have lost their faith because they say, I prayed for grandma and she died. And then you do a follow-up question, Courtney. Well, how old was grandma? She was 95. Well, hey, what you thinking? She might have been tired, wanted to die. And then, you know, lest Jesus Christ come back, we all going to die, right? Lest Jesus Christ come back in our lifetime. And so we don't, we don't lose our faith because we pray for somebody and somebody passed away. Somebody say Amen. Because there are things we don't know, right? And the Bible says in Deuteronomy 29, 29, what? The secret things belong to the Lord. But that which is revealed is for us and our children forever. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. So this is not a prayer seminar. We just had that, right? But, but if you want to get the, those, uh, those notes or those, um, those messages, you can go to our podcast. They might be selling them. Maybe, I don't know. They could have some at the church. If they feel like it, okay, I think they're going to feel like it today. So you could probably purchase it. <laughs> Amen. We never know sometime. Amen. But um, <laughs> we're going to get back into the blessing. Somebody say amen. amen. All right. So we've been talking about what? How not to what? Stop the blessing. Which infers if you don't stop it, 
is coming. Somebody say amen. amen. It's God's will to bless us, right? The, you know the first thing that Adam and Eve heard when God formed them and woke them up? You know the first thing they heard? The Bible said God blessed them. That was the first thing he heard. You know how we say God bless you? That's what happened when the first man and woman was created and woke up. The Bible teaches us that God blessed them. Somebody say amen. amen. In Genesis 1.28, first thing he said to man, the first thing their ears heard, God created your ears to hear the blessing. He said, be fruitful and multiply. How many of y'all want your money to be fruitful and multiply? Amen. I want my money to be in there having babies. Come on, somebody. I want my money bank account to get together and be fruitful and have triplets and quadruplets. Somebody say amen. I want it to multiply. Anybody want your money to multiply? Amen. Amen. I want it to multiply. And so he told them, be fruitful, be multiply, multiply, please to earth, subdue it, and have dominion. You cannot have dominion when you're living under the bridge. How I many of y'all know they treat you any kind of way when you live under the bridge, right? You don't have dominion when you're living in Section 8, right? That stuff you can't do, people you can't move in. Come on, somebody. That's not dominion. That's not dominion. Now, people be breaking the rules anyway and let the boyfriend come in, but, you know, that's against the rules, right? Some, certain ones you can't have your pets in and all that. No, he said have dominion. Did he say have dominion or not? Amen. So he wants us to have dominion and, and be blessed is having dominion. All right. The words of blessing mark the coronation of mankind. They were the first words that Adam ever heard. They were the most important words God has ever spoken to any man at any time because they carry within them God's unchanging plan and purpose for his family. Somebody say amen. Let's settle once and for all. The purpose for God's family is for us to be blessed. How many of y'all believe that? Amen. How many of y'all believe that the blessing is God's will for you? Amen. I mean, some of y'all don't sneeze a thousand times in your life and heard somebody say, God bless you. Come on, somebody. Amen. So it's God. I mean, it's obviously God. How many of y'all ever heard somebody say, God bless you? Yeah. Huh? And you can walk out of Walgreens right now. They're going to say, bless you. Somebody say Amen. How many of y'all know it's just God trying to figure out all the kind of ways to get the blessing to us because that's what he wants. So the title of this message is not how to be blessed. Because obviously God is pouring out blessings. The title of this message has been how for you not to stop the blessing. Somebody say amen. Now, we established this a long time ago. Those of y'all who just here for the first time, go back and listen to the tapes, one, two, and three. But we found out and read the job description of the blessing. The blessing has a job description, right? You got a job, you got a job description, right? If you're working on fries, you know, you pour out the fries in the thing, you drop the fries, never leave the fries. You, you, when the timer go off, you lift the fries up, drain out the stuff. You, 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 I mean, you got a job description. Right? Well, the blessing has a job description, and we discovered what, what is the purpose of the blessing, ultimately? To make you rich. What? They preaching crazy stuff over here. Let's go to Job chapter 1. Come on. Come on. Let's go to Job chapter 1. And then we're going to go to Proverbs. Where are we going in Proverbs, y'all? 
2022. Yeah, see, they know it now. Cass ain't the only one know it now. Come on, somebody. Where is the fun? Proverbs 10, 22, right? All right. That's the job description of the blessing. But I want to show it to you. And guess who is the only one mad at your blessing? The devil. He hates it when you get blessed. You know, God don't look down and see my man driving the BMW and go, must be nice. God wanted him to have it. Somebody, he, he's pleased with it. Amen. Amen. That's his child. Amen. When I see my child riding down the street in a Mercedes, I don't go, must be nice. I gave it to him. Hello? I'm proud of that, right? I'm glad to see them driving the car and take care of it and not beating it up and, and tying the trunk down and stuff like that. I'm, I'm glad to see that. So we're not angry at the blessing that we give our children. You ever dress your children nice? Bought them some nice stuff? And then you see when they had the clothes on? Did you hate on them? No. You was glad to see your children what? Dress nice, right? Because you provided. The only person that's mad is the devil. And I want to show it to you. The whole thing about Job was he hated to see the, the man of God blessed, and he wanted to get in there and interrupt it. Look at that. Look at verse 7. And the Lord said to Satan, where have you come? Satan said, I've been going to and fro in the earth, walking up and down in it. And the Lord said unto Satan, has you considered your servant Job? My servant Job, there's none like him. And Satan answered, he got mad. He said, does Satan, does Job serve you for nothing? He said, he's getting a lot out the deal. That's why he's serving you. Look at verse 10. He said, he, you have made a hedge about him in his house and about all the earth. Look at this. And you have, what's the word? Blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increasing the land. When your substance increase, that means you're rich. That means you're rich. Who was mad about it? God or the devil? The devil. And he wanted to get his hands on it, but it was protected. The job description of the blessing yeah. is to do what? Make you rich. Let's go to Proverbs 10.22. Proverbs 10.22. And I love Proverbs 20.22 because it specifies which blessing. Because, you know, a lot of people can bless you. The devil had Jesus up on the mountain trying to bless him. You remember that? Say, if you bow down to me, I'll give you all of this. The devil can bless people too. Yes? All right, but listen to what the Bible says about God's job description of his blessing. 1022, what does it say? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh and addeth no sorrow. The blessing of the devil, do it make rich? Yeah, it can. But do it add sorrow? Hmm, let's ask Biggie. Let's ask Tupac. Let's ask Whitney. Let's ask Robin Williams. Hello? Let's ask him. Let's ask Steve Jobs. Let's ask Kate Spade. Was that her name? She was rich. She was rich. She committed suicide, though. Robin Williams was rich and famous. He committed suicide, though. Hello? 
Whitney Houston was rich, overdosed on drugs. Then her daughter overdosed on drugs. Then her son overdosed on drugs. Yeah, but the blessing of the Lord, it makes and doesn't add any sorrow. So uninterrupted, the blessing of the Lord is going gonna, is gonna to provide for you to have the abundant life. And y'all, the word rich in the Bible doesn't mean everybody becomes a millionaire. What rich means full supply, that you don't lack anything. Somebody say amen. amen. What, whatever you need, come on, you got it in full supply. Come on, somebody. If you're going to have restoration houses, then you're going to have five or ten restoration houses all over the city where women can go. Come on, somebody. And, and, and hide from domestic violence and get and come out of sex trafficking or whatever. That's what makes you rich. Somebody say amen. amen. The blessing of the Lord, it makes you rich. And if you're a chef, <laughs> that means you got all the stuff you need to cater stuff. Amen. Hallelujah, you got enough staff, you got enough trucks, catering trucks, food trucks, whatever you need, right? Full supply, right? And you don't lack anything. That's what rich means. And the blessing of the Lord, it will make you rich unless you interrupt it. Now, we talked about the interruptions, right? We talked about the interruption. We discovered that the blessing is optional. Look at Psalm 78, 41. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited the Holy One of Israel. You can limit the blessing of God. What did God want to do for Israel? What he wanted to do? He wanted to take them all into what? The promised land. A land flowing with what? Milk and honey. That sounds like rich to me. Houses they didn't build, wells they didn't dig. What do you think about that? Amen. Huh? Yeah. Is that rich or not? Yes. Yeah, he wanted to make them rich, but look what it says. They limited God. They stopped the blessing. How did they do that? They turned back. They turned back. They turned back from what God wanted to do. So many people start off with the church. You know, in January, I predict. I'm not a mind reader. I predict. 2022, January 1st, churches will be full if Sunday falls on January the 1st. <laughs> People make all them resolutions. I'm coming back to church. I'm going to go back to church. I'm getting back with God. Right? January be all right. February, they miss a couple Sundays. By March, come find me. Hello? Yeah. People turn away from God. And remember we talked about at the very beginning, you know, you got to have a blessing radar. You know the blessing radar? It'll help you connect the dots, right? So here's it. When, when I joined KCOH and started going to church, the blessing go off. When I left church and wasn't in church, the blessing went out. The Sunday we started tithing, baby, we got two checks for $1,000. Then we started missing tithing, and then we got behind our bills. Can you connect dots, though? Just, just look at what happens when I start doing certain things. Hello? When I started going out, dropping it like it's hot, drinking every Friday night, that brought the blessing? Probably not. Your radar probably wasn't even going out. 
When I stopped doing that, came home, spent time with my kids, my wife, brought them to church, stopped paying my time. But why do we stop? Why do we stop? Number one, we got an adversary, the devil. He's mad at us for being blessed. Somebody say amen. And if he can get in there and interrupt it, come on somebody, with a wrong thought, a wrong idea, a wrong person, somebody say amen. He'll do that because he wants to stop the blessing. Somebody say amen. So we talked about all the ways that people stop the blessing. And uh, we dealt with a, with a lot of it over, over the course of this, this, uh, this series. Number one, we talked about Esau who stopped the blessing. The blessing was supposed to come to him. But he forfeited that blessing for a fleshly appetite. We talked about that could be anything from food to alcohol to drugs to sex. Five minutes of, uh, of funk. Come on, somebody. That's what Houdini used to say. Five minutes of funk. Five minutes of funk will mess your life up, though. Hello? Just for a thrill. And then B.B. King said, the thrill is gone. Now what I'm left with? Hello? Right. So we don't forfeit the blessing on the thrill. And that's why we have to teach our young people, right? We don't forfeit the blessing over a thrill. Whether it's a drug thrill, alcohol thrill, a fame thrill, a sex thrill, whatever, right? And then we talked about Vesta. Y'all remember Vesta? Oh, yeah. She's so famous. She don't have a book in the Bible named after her. I preach the message, God blessing you or your backup. And I want to tell you, God wants to bless you, but he don't have to bless you. He can bless your backup. Somebody say amen. And I'm not saying it in the way that she said it, but there was a song called The Clean Up Woman. You don't want your man. It's another woman out there. Come on, somebody. That'll take your man, do your man right, marry your man, all of that stuff. And Sister Vesta, she lost her man. She had it good. We talked about how can you, when you have it good, when, when everything's going great, how do you stop the blessing? Come on, somebody. Number one, you're not grateful because Thanksgiving is the seed for what? More. She was ungrateful. She was doing her own thing, and she would not submit to her husband, who was the king. I'm the queen. Well, if you're the queen, then he the king. Somebody say amen. She lost her good thing. <laughs> Because she, she wasn't willing to stay in the blessing. Come on, somebody. She was dishonorable. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Number three, how can you lose the blessing? Stop the blessing. Unbelief will stop the blessing. Let's go to Mark 6, 5 through 6. Mark 6, verse 5. Jesus, all he wanted to do was do good. Everywhere he went, he wanted to do good. People say there's nothing God can't do. There's nothing Jesus can't do. Well, this scripture tells us different. This scripture tells us different. It says there, Jesus, he could do no mighty, could not, not that he would not. He couldn't do. He wanted to. He wanted to bless him. He wanted to heal him. He wanted to do miracles as he had done everywhere else. Open blind eyes, open deaf ears, feed 5,000 with, you know, two fish and five, uh, loaves of bread or whatever. But he couldn't. Y'all see this? Yeah. Huh? Y'all been to school? Is that the difference between the words couldn't and wouldn't? Yeah. This said he couldn't. He couldn't do any mighty works that he wanted to bless him, except all he could do was lay his hands on a few sick people and heal them. Keep going. And he marveled because of their what? Oh. 
unbelief. It was because they didn't believe him. You'll stop the blessing by your lack of belief. I don't believe God can do it. I don't believe it's ever going to get better. I don't believe we ever going get to out, get out of the, uh, the jam financial. I don't believe it's going to ever, we, I'm going to ever get married. Or I'm, I'm going to ever find somebody that loves me. I don't believe, I don't believe, I don't believe. So the blessing is pouring out. God wants you to be blessed, but you can stop the blessing through what? Unbelief. What's the remedy of unbelief? That next part of the And he went around about the villages teaching. So that's why we teach over here. We don't do as much preaching. You know, I came up in the Baptist church. I might do some preaching today. But I, we usually don't do a lot of preaching. We do a lot of teaching because it's teaching that helps people come out of unbelief and start the blessing flowing again. Somebody say amen. All right. Another way to stop the blessing. That's number three. Number four, and this is big, and it, you find this in every church you go to. Number four, the Pharisees had a religious mindset, and that will stop the blessing. The Bible says the tradition of men made the word of God of non-effect. How are you going to get blessed as part from the word of God? Well, our pastor teach it all like this over here. Or in our church, we used to have fish fries and chicken dinners. That's how we raise offering for the building. Well, y'all, I don't care what you used to do. And in the Catholic church, we used to have bazaars. We gave a $1 offering, and we had bazaars, and we had uh, flea markets, and that's how we raised money. I don't care about that. And that's what's going to stop the blessing. But over here, we're going to do what the word of God says. Somebody say Amen. I don't care what you did at the Greater Mobile Missionary Baptist Church. Somebody say amen. Because a lot of those traditions, some of those things they did were right, but some of those things were wrong. And the traditions of men make the word of God of non-effect. Look at Luke chapter 5, verse 17. The Pharisees were looking for Jesus. They, 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 they were looking for the Messiah and, and all of that. But they, they missed the forest for the trees. Jesus was right there. The Messiah was right there. And it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching that there was Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come from every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. Listen to this. It said the Pharisees and the doctors of the law were right there. And look at the last part. And the power of the Lord was present to heal them. But they couldn't get healed. You know what they did in the next verse? They wanted to trap Jesus. Wanted to argue with them. They wanted to argue the scriptures and try to stop and trap Jesus in doctrinal error, but refused to be healed. The power of God was there to heal them. But instead of getting healed, they, they, they wanted to carry on their religious mindsets. Somebody say amen. amen. Religion, religiosity, thinking the wrong things, learning the wrong things from pastors or preachers or teachers that don't line up with the word of God will cause the word of God to be of non-effect. So I challenge everybody, look up whatever I'm preaching and teaching like the Bereans. Study it out to be true. Amen. Amen. Don't just take my word for it. That's why we use the scriptures to show you over and over and over that these things are in the Bible. Somebody say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, we talked a lot about stopping the blessing. But I want to end this whole series on, on how to start the blessing and keep it going. Somebody say amen. amen. Number one, uh, make a resolute decision. Luke 9, 62. And Jesus said unto them, no man having 
put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom. That means whatever you're undertaking to do for God in this life, make a resolute decision. We talked about it in 8 o'clock, how to pray out the will of God. Somebody say amen. You got to learn to pray out the will of God, to, to discern what God wants you to do and to break your will. Come on, somebody. That God loves a broken spirit and a contrite heart. Many times we have our own plans. The Bible says that man makes their own plans, but God causes the plans to succeed. And so it's his will that he causes to succeed. And so we got to go to God humble and say, Lord, I want to do this, but if you don't want me to do that, I don't want to do that, and I make a resolute decision to do your will. Somebody say amen. amen. Number two, use your faith. Yes. Hallelujah. For verily I say unto you, Mark eleven twenty three, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but believe those things. Everybody say believe. believe. Everybody say believe. Everybody say believe. believe. But believe those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So many times we're saying what we see. But if we don't want to see what we're saying, we need to start saying what we want to see. And the Bible says if we'll say what we want to see, we'll see what we have said. Somebody say amen. amen. If I say what I want to see instead of what I do see, I will have, I will see what I just said. Somebody say amen. amen. The Bible says if you shall believe those things which you say shall come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. Somebody say amen. amen. And to keep the blessing going, here's one thing you got to watch. Don't sin with your mouth. Come on, tell somebody, say, don't say that now. Come on, don't say that now. When you say, I ain't going to never have it, I ain't never coming out, I feel so scared. So, say, don't let it come through your mouth now. It may come to your head, but don't let it come through your mouth. Somebody say amen. Job 1.11, after the devil tempted him, the Bible says, but he, uh, the devil put forth his, his hand and touched all that he had, and that he would curse him to his face. But look at uh, Job 2, verse 9 through 10. Then he said to his wife, uh, when the wife told him to curse God and die, she said, she said, do you retain your integrity? Curse God and die. But he said to her, you speak as a foolish woman. Shall we receive the good of the hand of God and not receive the evil? He didn't know it was the devil doing it. But he said, in all of this, Job did not sin with his lips. Somebody say amen. amen. You got to watch your mouth. Tell somebody, 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 watch your mouth. Hallelujah. I got to say what God has said. Because the power of life and death is in the tongue. Somebody say Amen. Anybody ever told you to watch your mouth? Yeah. Well, we need to learn to watch your mouth. Yeah. Somebody say amen. amen. I know I feel sick in my body, but what does the word say? It says, by his stripes, I am healed. I know that it feels like the flu is not going to go away, but what does the word says? By his stripes, I am healed. So I'm not talking about how my chest burns when I cough. I'm not talking about how my body feels when I get up. I'm talking about what the word of God say. Because the Bible say that if I say to the mountain, if I say to the flu, if I say to the money problem, if I say to my marriage problem, be thou removed 
and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in my heart but believe those things that he saith shall come to pass I shall have whatsoever I saith hallelujah tell somebody you gotta watch your mouth hallelujah tell somebody don't say that if you don't want it to come to pass don't say that I don't say I'm sick I say I'm healed because I'm healed has more power than I'm sick hallelujah Isaiah 53 and 5 says he was wounded for my transgressions he was bruised for my iniquities the chastisement of my peace was upon him and by his stripes I am healed I'm going to keep saying it until it comes to pass yes I don't care how I feel I don't care what it look like I don't care what the doctor said but if God says I'm healed then I'm healed if God says I shall supply all your need according to my riches then my needs are supplied they say they're going to evict you they can't evict who God has blessed I put my trust in Jesus name hallelujah the righteous shall run into his name and be safe the secret place of the most high I shall abide under the shadow of the almighty I will say of the Lord he is my refuge and my habitation my God in whom will I trust yes a thousand shall fall in my side ten thousand at my right hand but it shall not come nigh me because I've made the Lord God even the most high my habitation there shall no evil befall me neither shall any plague come nigh my dwelling don't be afraid I know spit droplets are falling but I don't have COVID hey cause he's saying don't be afraid of the terror by night nor for the incurable diseases that fly by day hallelujah if you want the blessing from the Lord you gotta start blessing the Lord oh my soul I will bless the Lord oh my soul who forgiveth all of my iniquities and healeth all of my diseases yes I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth when I bless the Lord he blesses me when I bless the Lord he blesses me I put it another way when praises go up 
<laughs> when praises go up, blessings come down. When praises go up, blessings come down. If you know that God is working behind the scenes on your stuff, why don't you give us some praise? If you praise him, he's blessing you. When you praise him, he's healing you. When you praise him, he's working on your stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Psalms 67 says, let the people praise thee, O Lord. Let all the people praise thee. Yes, 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 yes. Let the people praise thee, O God. Let all the people praise thee. Then shall the earth yield their increase. And God, even our own God, shall bless us. God shall bless us. And all the nations of the earth shall fear him. Hey, hey, I wish I had somebody that would just think about the goodness of the Lord and all he's done for you. You ought to praise him for what he's already done. You ought to praise him for what he's doing right now. You ought to praise him for what he's about to do. Hey, he's getting ready to blow your mind. He's getting ready to bless your socks off. He's getting ready to do Ephesians 3.20. Blessings come down. Give him some praise.